Ian. And hi, Brian, from Regular Car Reviews. Hello. <laughs> it's, it's very nice to have you back on the show. Oh, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we, we're glad you're making the rounds because you just released uh, a beautiful uh, short film on the Volkswagen Westphalia. Um, and we both really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Thank you. We're excited to hear what, you know, why, why now and why this like different format. We are making a pitch pilot that is going to be meant to pres- it's meant to be presented to people with ties and hopefully bank accounts. They think Netflix, Amazon, Motor Trend on Demand, things like that. Sure. Uh, I want to build uh, my silly car review channel out of YouTube. That doesn't mean that the that the show is going to stop on YouTube. Far from it. It only means that uh, I want, well, let's be honest here. I want some more money. <laughs> <laughs> right. I want to own right. a house someday, man. Right, right. But I also want to find a new uh, way to express myself that isn't, well, YouTube is becoming uh, ABC with their demonetization. Yeah. Uh they don't, which, which isn't really their thing. They want to make money too. They got advertisers who want to sell products. And if, and if you're going to just talk about your dick for a while, um, there's only so many advertisers that will, that will go with that. Right. So that doesn't mean YouTube revenue has dropped, although it has during the Rona, uh, because no one's working, no one's making products, no one's selling products and the advertising rates fell in the toilet. So so I guess it's sort of an opportune time, although no one's really making shows right now. Uh, our, we partnered with Visual Inclination, which is a studio in Toronto, which also would, it's like, like say it got picked up tomorrow. We're like, oh, all our camera guys are north of the border. <laughs> right. And the borders are kind of not too friendly right now. Um, so they'd have a hard time getting down here or right. us going up there. So. So that's going to be interesting. But Top Gear can't last forever. Right. Someone's going to come in there and take their place. Um, I was uh, on a uh, video game podcast earlier today, and they said, you know, Top Gear just isn't, it's not a good car show. And even the three guys, uh, the Clarkson, Hammond, and May said, yeah, this is not a good car show. It's just about three uh, middle-aged men falling over. And which is true, but it, it works so well with their uh, on, on camera presence with each other, regular cars gets rid of the host entirely. It's all done in voiceover with B roll. So my pitch is, is would, would be to my pitch to a, uh, executive would say first that, (laughs) and then look, this already works on YouTube. Right. It's proven a success there. Yeah, your metrics and are there. And here are some advertisers who already came along just for this pro, just for this just for this one video uh, that we're showing you. And two, this is something that's going to cost way less money than any modern car show. Y- your skeleton your your crew is going to be skeleton by by um by TV standards, of course. Um we had seven people working on that one video and that was our biggest day. There were seven people there. So um, as opposed to when I do regular car reviews, your average YouTube show, it's just myself and Nick Roman. Right. That's it. Plus, plus the, uh, plus the, 
the um the volunteer who becomes a third member of the crew <laughs> okay okay that that's what the vanigan westphalia uh video is it's a unbelievably polished 12 minute video that was shot in 8k uh, a red camera. okay all right use some other things yeah yeah the, the crew had a red man you, so the, why not movie, use like, it the raw file of this gosh what, what would it be it, like the the lower quality 4k one that you're watching on youtube that that was 60 gigs right one file yeah so four eight all right so yeah so 120 gigabytes for 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 one video maybe now, of course, these reds shoot in a proprietary raw format, which is probably even larger. Um, I didn't even touch that camera. I just kind of looked at it. <laughs> when when the camera guy showed up and he realized he was going to be pointing his incredibly expensive camera at a, a Volkswagen bus that was worth maybe like an eighth of his camera, was he like, this, are we guys serious right now? Or? <laughs> Ivan has been on board. He's a fan of the, uh, Ivan Verland, the main cinematographer and uh, co-owner of the company. He's been a fan of regular car reviews. He came down, he does a lot. He does the Toronto, New York City run a lot. So, um, and I live near Interstate 78 uh, going through Pennsylvania. You get on Interstate 78, you go right into Manhattan. Mm -hmm. um, I forget the tunnel that you take. So he came down a few years ago and just lent his skill to a RCR video. He didn't come down with a red. He came down with like, I forget what Canon C300 or something equally insane. Right. Right. So, right. Mm -hmm. He came by, we, and filmed uh, a deuce and a half. So some of the footage, if you saw that episode, that was Ivan Verlan. Uh, with some handheld stuff and some stuff on tripods and sliders, and then uh, we start um, we started talking about the idea of making an RCR pilot that could be sold, yeah, to whoever. Sure. And I said, yeah, sure. <clears throat> Unknown how much work this one thing was going to be. Right. And there is a lot of work for one video. A lot of. Uh, do you know that one Simpsons episode where they filmed Radioactive Man uh, in in Springfield? I can't remember. No, I may be dating myself here. That, I mean, I'm okay, 42, nope. so yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there was this one phrase in there called Jiminy Jillikers, where <laughs> the, we have to rehearse the Jiminy Jillikers scene again, but we did it. It took 47 takes, but we did it. It's done. Yes, we have to do it again from different angles and again and again and again and again. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like that. But the idea that we had, had kept revisiting this one stupid video. But I get it. This is for the great maybe. It, right. it could be a gigantic payday at the end of this. If not this year, then next. And if not next year, then next. Um, and, and you and, can't have the one shot that you missed, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, uh, big thanks to Oliver, the person who owned that Westphalia for coming back unpaid again and again. Okay. Uh, and also driving that thing into a soundstage for, you know, some money shots in there. Thankfully, Nick and I weren't there for it. We were there for like three hell days and those were days I just wanted to sleep. Because we just started at nine and we went until midnight. Dude. And and 
there were parts and there wasn't really much for me to do. The The script was already written at that point. I had some parts where I had to act. I had to sip tea. Right. I had to pretend to be a dad for like a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I could help carry things, but mostly I was just fucking around, drinking coffee, bouncing off the walls and then just sleeping in Ivan's car for a little bit. So it's one thing to be busy and to have a lot of stuff to do. And it's another thing to to be busy, but useless. Right. And nothing, right. just wait till we're done. And there's th- there is that one awful feeling where you've been up for almost a full day, like almost awake for we're, we're getting close to 20 hours of being awake. And all you want to do is sleep. Yep. You want nothing else but to just close your eyes and do nothing. Um, so so that that was that. Um, I don't know how Ivan does it. He just motors along. It, film film folks are a different breed. Like my my mm-hmm. my ex wife went to film school, which meant I got volunteered for tons of student film projects, right? And uh, and like the amount of work that it takes is just it's mind blowing. You have to be there yeah. to, to understand the caliber of it. Yeah. And, oh my God, lighting. Right. We set up lights for two hours. Right. And I mean, just look at the sound. Like sound is yeah, a yeah, yeah. son of a bitch. I've been effing with sound and turns out the solution is stupid. It's my fleece jacket making static, <laughs> making static electricity. And I'm not grounded here because the way I sit, I'm separated from the ground because you're going to like this. I don't know if the camera's going to pick Let's it up. Let's see it. Pick Let's it up. see it, Brian. Take it down below. Take the us thing with you. I'll see how. Can you? No, you can't. It's dark. Damn I'm it. gonna go get a shop light. Remember, Brian, you're wired to the table. Be right back. Camera, and for those of people watching, great. And for people who are listening, I am low. I am taking my uh, webcam off its stand, which is a piece of two pieces of wood uh, na- uh, screwed together. It also hey, it a, works. A tablet. Yeah, it um, works. I, but down below my desk, I have oh. foot risers. Are those valve masks. covers for? They are valve covers. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell what kind of engine these came from? Absolutely. That's. I'm gonna get it. That looks like a V6 size, but that's about all I can tell. Yeah, uh, there. You need some more cylinders. Okay, so it's gonna be a V8. Is it a Coyote? Is it, is it like it a not flathead a, V8? No. no, newer than that. Yeah, uh, it, I mean f- Ford. It, yeah, they are Fords. Okay, yes. all right. So like a three hundred two. Yeah, you got Coyote. it. Coyote. Nope, these are Windsor block. Windsor. Okay, all right. These are Windsor uh, aluminum heads. <laughs> uh huh. They're aluminum heads, not stamp steel, which means these came from either a Mustang or a Thunderbird. Oh, nice. Okay. So these things were originally the cylinder heads that were going to be on my car the vagabond falcon but yeah. one of them has a crack in it so Oof, we yeah. were able to get aftermarket ones and instead of just throwing these out these uh well i should say they're rocker covers uh, uh that's a good sound that metal funk <laughs> but if man you you, you <laughs> want footrests for your computer I like that. Go to a junkyard and get a Scotch Brite. They are the perfect size. Yeah, just get like it. Just like deconstruct a uh, an Ethernet cable and run a ground wire over to your uh, (laughs) to your baseboards. Yeah. How do you? Oh, and also my PC is 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 elevated off the ground just so it doesn't suck dust as much dust into it. Yeah. Um, But uh, what do you mean deconstruct an Ethernet cord? All you need is a piece of copper between those. Uh, valve covers and 
like your, you know, whatever you touched to D to de-static yourself, like the, uh, and, and one, and you would, yeah. you would take the path, path of least resistance and instead. one hole yeah. in your sock for your bare toe to touch it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You need to always be grounded. Yeah. Yeah. Emotionally, uh, physically. Yes. Electrically. Yes. yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, the the valve covers made me think of when I took uh, a sob cylinder head into a machine shop and the guy like the gruff dude at the machine shop to have it redecked like just looked up and goes sob and like just from the cylinder head I was like okay I'm obviously in the right place yeah, yeah that, nice. that visual yeah yeah so nice how much how much uh, generally you don't have to say if you don't want to but no, how much uh, uh, did it cost to have a cylinder head redone um I think it was somewhere in the $120, $150 range. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it yeah. was a redeck and a valve job. So okay. yeah, maybe close to 200. Okay. Yeah. When that, when the valve job, is it like lapping, uh-huh. lapping them in? Did they yep. have to do it by hand with the little spinny thing or they, oh, they had a machine for it? Machine for it. Yep. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it came back with that nice coating, you know, yeah. For the valve surfaces. Yeah. Yeah, nice. it, it looked really good. Yeah, and you install it, and j- you just think, like, it's never going to be this pretty ever again. <laughs> no, and and no, no one no, will yeah. ever see it. No one will ever see it. Yeah, but, you, you know. Take those pictures right there. I have beautiful pictures as w- when my engine went into the Falcon. I'm like, yeah, this paint is fresh. Yep, yep. If there's no oil on this. It's yep. brilliant. Yeah, it's never going to be like this again. The closest thing, or the rather the the closest cheapest bang for your buck thing for cleaning engines, is scrubbing bubbles or the equivalent bathroom oh, cleaner. Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean you got to You got to make sure you don't get on too many electrical contact points. But other than that, that's one of those spray it on, leave it. It just all turns into mud and just drips off. Oh, Works nice. great on motorcycles. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Before I managed to get my hands on some Lysol wipes, some scrubbing bubbles were the only disinfectant I had in my house. Oh, did you? <laughs> I don't know what it's done to my body, but I was wiping down takeout containers with scrubbing bubbles. <laughs> so, you know, I can taste the color blue now, but I'm fine. It's like a mild degreaser. You can, you can, uh, supposedly you can achieve the same thing with a pine saw. Mm. A friend of mine, Justin Kramer, uh, he owns, he has a YouTube channel called Fuel Injection Sucks. And he also owns a repair shop. Shout out to Catasauqua Auto Repair. He was also a certified welder, welded up uh, the new transmission tunnel for the Falcon, set the timing, put the new. Uh, uh, I, ha- I wholeheartedly recommend if you have a, an engine with a distributor and you need to put a new distributor in it, use, per- use um, uh, Pertronics. Uh, I recommend that over HEI. I recommend that over. Uh, Oh, what's the one that all the wingadingas put in their car with MSI? The big red box? MSI. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you're just having a regular street car ro- rolling around, you, you you don't need an MS MSD ignition. Oh, okay. Electronics yeah. is just great. Nice. Car runs better. Nice. And it, it almost looks stock too. You can you and uh, please ditch points ignition. <laughs> I know it's great to have people with points distributors. I messed with them once. It's like this is stupid. <laughs> you can get one out of the box that runs better and will never come out of time with this. Anyway, so Justin Kramer, 
Wait, how did I get on Justin Kramer? <laughs> you were talking about him welding up a transmission tunnel in in the uh, and uh, back and scrubbing bubbles and scrubbing bubbles. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. He has this thing of cleaning carburetors where you take the entire carburetor, where you got to take the rubber out of it and just dunk it in in a bucket of of uh, of pine saw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just, hmm. just cleans it. Yeah. And in truth, it does. It's not going to clean it as well as getting in there with the guitar strings and all that stuff to clean out all the passages. But if you just got an old carburetor and you know slap on something and if it works, it's a. Hey, I did that on a motorcycle. It worked great. Nice, nice oh. man. Yeah, mm. the first actual piece of helpful advice that ever that has ever aired on this show. <laughs> really? So we'll make sure to edit it out. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think we had audio issues during that exact spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so the the Westphalia video is mm. I like. Like Ian mentioned at the top of the show, it is just straight gorgeous. And so, I, right? I So walk us through what you had in your head, what you were hoping to make versus the final result. Like kind of talk us through that. Like John Wayne in The Searchers, I defaulted, direct, defaulted to the director. Okay, um, okay. I didn't want me in the visuals i wanted this to be to people to see this is something totally different because when i film a car i'm like 40 percent of it uh, 40 to 20 percent of it is still shots that are just um key framed yeah just like ken burns across the screen yeah. yeah 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 because hey that's a really high resolution frame right. if i need of something specific i don't have any macro lenses i just flip it to photo mode and because what's my camera? Uh, the main camera is a Nikon D750, which um, how many megapixels is that? I don't even know. In, an insane amount, right? Nikon yeah. D750. It's a full frame. Yeah. So so one still frame is going to be more than a 4K image size. 24, 24 megapixels. Right. Exactly. So yeah, fantastic. And. So I you you can you can just crop like crazy and you're still at 1080p. Right, you know? right. It's fine. So so that's me. Just taking tons of photos and I I can film a car in an hour and a half. Okay. Film an entire episode in an hour and a half if you hustle. Nice. Two if we yuck around. Three if the volunteer is really interesting and it's a car I like and I spend out I we we drive it for a while cuz it's so cool. Dude, that um, that's nailing the time to get that that quantity of footage. That is, yeah. yeah, that is muscle memory at, yeah, and practice. Yeah. Nick and I work very well together. Nick will take notes. I start filming. My camera doesn't, camera doesn't stop. Got their extra batteries ready. Just swap yeah. them out. Yeah. Uh, have a uh, tripod ratchet strapped in the back of my Forester. And that gets the on the road, on the road shots, a, a tri-gripper um, film tools uh, for the inside of the front windshield forward. We got radios, we got earpieces, and we just slick. We just done. Yeah. The whole idea when I film regular car reviews is to is the biggest thing that's uh, the biggest thing that can throw a can throw a shoot or or make trouble isn't even the weather. It's the concerned citizen. Uh huh. Okay. Whose entire life is to make your business their business okay okay they're like the they're the repeat customer to 911 right that's them right, right they're the people who 
what uh, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, wants pe- wants people to rat on each other because they're standing too close on the sidewalk. That type of person. <laughs> I've never had a run in with them, but I know the type because I used to work a job as a lister. I got a job, uh, a lister. They, they don't really go. It's it's not exactly door to door. I was hired by this company called National Survey and something or other. And they had this thing with the National Children's Survey. It was something, it was basically child welfare. And what okay. they needed a, a foot person to do, they hired like six people in my area, was, and this was back in 2000 and fuck, uh, uh, 2009, okay. I believe. All right. Late 2009, the summer of 2009 or yeah, summer 2009. And. No, this was slightly. No, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I finished grad school part one. Yeah. Summer 2009. And Google Maps wasn't quite the. Right. Hal 9000 that it was today. Right. So there were some neighborhoods in Pennsylvania that didn't have street view and the resolution wasn't good. What they needed was a flesh and blood person. They had this big we all we all got this big three ring binder uh, and with addresses in them. And our job was to go to this town and verify if this address existed. <laughs> Not to interact with anyone, but just no. just to verify that it was a yeah. indeed hadn't burned down, wasn't an error. It was a real place. Yeah. Wasn't fraud. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Someone wasn't trying to defraud the government. Okay. So got the cops called call on me the first time out because there's a person in the strange tiny v- town in PA. Yeah. Yeah. And. He's walking around from house to house with a big clipboard, not saying anything, writing things down. It must be someone who's going to rob you. Right. So right. Um, I had paperwork and everything. So so, so what I learned is that these people are out there. They have no life. They have no jobs. They have tons of cats, probably a bunch of ferrets running around in the inside of their house. They drive, a two th- they drive like a 2002 Dodge, no, excuse me, no, that's too high, bro. Plymouth Voyager. There we go. It's maroon. <laughs> it's got, it has one, it has. One of the doors uh, doesn't two, work. <laughs> one of the doors doesn't work. Uh, it's, it's, it's got plastic wrap on one of the windows. Uh-huh, it's yeah. got, it's got red cellophane tape over one of the taillights. It has one, one of the, one of the wheels has got a permanent space saver donut on it. That's on there for life, man. The browser homepage, find- the browser homepage is next door. <laughs> <laughs> Their favorite website. They, they, there they, are three child seats on the inside and, um, oh gosh, darn it. Yeah. Um, there's it's that car. Those people are out there. They walk amongst us, on. Brian. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, so yeah. Yeah. So but when we film and we're going around, my next car will probably have uh, windows like factory tinted windows. My current car doesn't have it. So you can see that people are filming on the outside of it. The next one I may I, I may have to just run at a higher ISO, uh, ISO uh, just to uh, get through a tinted window. Yeah. So. Eventually, I'm going to replace my 2004, my $5,000 uh, Forester. <laughs> no, you're going to hand that down to your grandchildren is what you're going to do. <laughs> well, it, we're at 200,000 miles. And I was talking to Justin Kramer, the guy with the 
uh, fuel injection sucks in his auto repair shop. Yeah. And we're like, I think the head gaskets are good. I think they're going to last. They, they were done at 100,000 miles by the previous owner. And, but now we're at 200,000 miles. And Justin Kramer just said flatly out, no, they're going to blow. <laughs> it's, an EJ20, it's an EJ25 engine. They blow up head gasket every 100,000 miles. Yeah. And it's like, we, we just keep watching on it. And he said, when it looks like it's dirty right around where the uh, cylinder head meets the block, they, they, they say, he said they slow blow. Subarus don't blow out crazy. They'll blow over the course of a few months. Okay. And then, and then after that, your temperature gauge, and for people who are just listening to audio, I'm holding my finger flat. The temperature gauge will go from flat to one millimeter up. I think your head gaskets are blowing. Just this tiny thing is trouble. Uh, I like that. Everything okay? Oh my God, we're all gonna die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the difference of airline seat reclining. Like, I, yeah, I'm so uncomfortable. Oh God, this is so relaxing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, yeah. A huge tangent there from like a. Uh, film and stuff no we, uh, yeah we were talking about like how you can just knock out the the yeah. regular car reviews episodes yeah yeah so to make something to make something that looks okay to make something that looks wow that's good is a month oh dude We're yeah just stuff yeah 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 so so what how do you feel how do you feel about the final product love it okay all I right i couldn't pull this off I can yeah. make a love letter to Toronto. Okay. Visually. Yeah. And make you feel things visually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, he had this cloud mount thing on the front of his car where it was like, uh, I mean, you can Google it, look it up what a cloud mount is. It, it attaches to magnets on the hood of your car and then you ratchet strap the whole thing down. Oh, so nice. It doesn't fly off. But then that thing moves up and down, and then they had a gimbal on top of it, and someone oh. inside pulling focus. Another person with the uh, gigantic RC radio airplane controller controlling the camera. Yes, um, like and all for shots that are, are there for a little bit, and then they go away. Well, it, isn't the, it insane the amount of stuff that you need for like a, a half second cut shot? Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and it's the type of thing that like the most viewers wouldn't even notice in the moment, but it, they would notice if it wasn't there. Yeah, right. It's it's like there are little little things that I wouldn't have thought of. Like I have a I have a I have a Bernie would have won joke in it, uh -huh. and but yep. a few scenes before that, the camera yep. pans over the car and there's a 2016 loading you visually for a joke that's about to come yeah. in about 45 seconds. Yeah. When you're talking about something else. It's Chekhov's um, candidate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. A Chekhov candidate? Uh, Chekhov's gun, you know, like the, the oh, film. Yeah. Chekhov's. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, it took a second. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's so what, what I, what I really liked about it and, and I don't know how much of this was, was you and, or, or, or the cinematographer, but like, you were able to maintain sort of your voice from your normal video, but kind of just like translate it up. And that doesn't always work. Like think of every band that you've loved that's gotten a budget and then sounds totally different and yeah. terrible yeah. next time. So, I mean, that's really impressive that you were able to translate your voice to higher production values. 
there were the script went through a number of rewrites and which I'm not used to. Well, it's not that the like RCR scripts don't get rewrites, but Nick and I are so used to like we'll do one or two of each other and then I'll do a final one. I have one going on right now and it's in the other room. I'll probably record it tomorrow. But when we did that, even doing it in my little apartment, even though I live out here in the country, Ivan uh, wasn't satisfied with the boominess of my room. Thankfully, big shout out to Kutztown University Radio that uh, allowed us to use their production room nice. uh, to record what you heard there. And then, of course, it went on to Ivan's fan fancy thing that recorded <laughs> it. Um, I, I think it was... It was one of the Zoom competitors, but I forget. I think it was a Tascam. Tascam, yeah. I, I have a DSLR Tascam recorder that like hooks onto the bottom of, of a DSLR. It's fantastic. Yeah. 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 Nice. Had, they made one that has VU meters on it, and that was the one that he was using. I'll have to ask him. Maybe it's not a Tascam, but whatever. It like, I kept saying, I think my Zoom is good, and but well, he wanted to use his own gear, so sure, sure, I guess he was familiar with that. So, so yeah, that that helped that he was familiar with what RCR does, yeah, and then was able to marry footage to it. Normally, when RCR is filmed, it's done. The car is filmed first, right, right, and we film just a Whitman sampler box of stuff. And then when we write the narrative, maybe half of that has to do with what we're filming. Okay. Right? Okay. And then yeah. if not, fuck it. Right. Like if I have something that doesn't that doesn't match what I'm talking about, it's usually just the head camera me driving right. footage. Right. And that and but that's just normal and that right. works. That that's just like Whereas, the base layer fill in, right? Yeah. 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 But Ivan said everything we're talking about has to be relevant on the screen. Now, all the nonsense I say, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we got to go film that stuff. Uh-huh. Now, granted, we went for sentimentality. So he had friends and family. We went to a farm right. and we put a canoe in the water yeah, and they yeah. got to film and they enlisted the help of his friend and the nephew and everything to go set up the tent and stuff, or excuse me, set up the pop-up roof on the Vanagon Westphalia and then Gosh darn, that, that part looked really nice. It, like the bit where the guy looks into the camera and says, um, you realize that your parents were just making it up as they went along too. Yeah. And now, you're now your name falls away and all that's left is dad. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, 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 was, that, that, that was a good shot that, that, he figured, that he figured out right there. Nice. Is that like like the hairs on the back of your neck standing up when you see that finally come together? I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. Uh -huh. I get this now. Yeah. It takes a lot of time to get that emotional twin, uh, like ting. Out yeah. Like, uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully somebody with money is going to say, hey, gosh, <laughs> would I buy a house or would I just buy something, another stupid car? <laughs> I, I I have a few questions. Yeah. Given what you went through to make this, right? Like the, you know, the long hours, the, the, what you've been through, like, can you see yourself wanting to throw yourself back in that environment over and over again? No. Okay. Um, Ivan and I talked about this. Yeah. I am more useful financially and 
and a more va- a better value to production by just being a writer. Okay. What I would like to do, say we got picked up. Sure. I show up for one day, maybe two, and I just hang out with the car. Like Nick and I just hang out with the owner. We just drive the car around whatever city or town or field or municipality or borough in which this guy lives. And we just get a feel for this car. Great. Good. We write the script. We, um, we write the script and then we just hand it off to Ivan and say, Ivan, visual inclination, do your thing, man. Okay. Okay. And we, and then we find another car. The biggest thing would be to find somebody who would want to come back for reshoots and research and reshoots. Right. But right. when you have when you have the money now to hire a PA, you have the money now to hire like a studio and things like that, then suddenly things are different. Right. 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 And there's studios all over the place. If you find a car somewhere, you know, mm-hmm. usually yeah. you can find some kind of sound stage or something that'll work. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it, how do you how do you feel about that? Do you feel like in that kind of projected future? Do you feel okay? Is there part of you that's going to miss like like being on set more, or do you feel like it's just more of an opportunity to like mo- focus more on the writing and move on to the next? Oh, thing? I'd love to. My favorite part of the week is riding with Nick. Okay, and that's okay. a big thing I miss now with the Rona is that we can't go to our favorite coffee shops and just. Dude, we're here until they fucking close. Right, right. I'm eating. I'm eating croissant sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have. I have this plate of eggs. Uh huh. I've got. I've got nuclear coffee. Yeah. And it's just us and just the material. Yeah. And Nick's on his laptop. I got my legal pads, and we just write this thing. Nice. That's fantastic. And it's cool to hang out with someone who you don't have to talk to. <laughs> no. Like, like we'll go by like 10 minutes. We're not saying a damn thing to each other. And then we're just throwing lines at each other. That's fantastic. Right. I love that. And and then just bullshitting. And then the other people in the coffee shop don't know that they're that their their essence is working their way into this. Right. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Uh, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna be so happy when 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 I get to go back to the go back to stuff like that um now now we got enough to keep rcr going until june 8th okay so we we have plenty of stuff booked nice or, or footage that we already shot yeah yeah um but as like would i want to show up on film days no not really okay i mean yeah uh handing it off to ivan yeah, just would be fine unless i would say yes to if he needed a shot of me driving the car Right. Then it's just him and me in the in the car driving around. Then yeah, that's fine. But I don't want this to be Top Gear. Me talking to the camera. Right. right. I learned that I'm much more effective in expressing my thoughts on paper than I am impromptu on on a camera, unless it's me just talking about gross stuff and the time I jerked off in the trunk of my 2000 Dodge Neon at Kevin Ackrey's graduation party because the party took a lull and I had the itis from, drink, from, from, from eating boiled hamburgers, the kind of hamburgers in the 90s where they came inside of the aluminum foil tray 
that have been that are kept alive by sterno and i don't know what else to do and somebody's having a, an issue with like someone's breaking up with someone else because they're going off to college in different states so i thought the thing to do was crank it in the back of a of a chrysler corporation vehicle and every part of that story is true just as a hypothetical i i will say you're limber if you if the trunk was closed yeah Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Man, huh. I like that car. I had a, that was my first car. Dodge Neon. Dodge Neon, yep. dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were a car. I had a dream. I just realized I had a dream the other night. Oh my god! Somebody, yeah. somebody in my neighborhood in my dream tried to give me a Dodge Neon that was like full on like white body racing spec that they that the driver's side rear door was crashed in but they were trying to give it to me because they didn't want it anymore for free and i wanted to drive it around to see how it really handled when it had that, that much weight removed from it in a roll cage i just Are now just now remember dream, that dream yeah yeah was your dream specific enough to know that if was this a first or second gen neon it was a first generation two? neon yeah Nice. Yeah, it, it was white. And I, for some reason, I mean, we're in Denver. I, it was a more tropical environment that I was in. It was like a Florida, some kind of thing. Yeah, like oh, crap. patio home. Speaking of Denver, I was supposed to be there when? I I don't know. Oh, I've got it here. Yeah, you're, you're not coming now, Brian. <laughs> Sorry. If you do, doors are going to be locked for a little bit. <laughs> normally we'd be like come uh, on in yeah, yeah i have fun. a i have a guest room you could crash in under normal circumstances but yeah but we don't live in normal anymore no yeah i think i think it was late in the summer but who knows what travel is going to be yeah the big question is going to be not next week but the week after when everybody's rent comes due and whether or not that check comes through yeah and whether or not we're going to do this again for another month Right. I can keep going because I have enough money saved up and YouTube still is paying, but nice. Um, cause there is, there still is like O'Reilly's and other essential businesses that are open that are buying ads. Okay. But, uh, as far as what may is going to be, don't know. Yeah. 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 It's a weird future we have in front of us. Right. Yeah. I'm glad to be alive during this and to write about it. I mean, I, Moments in my day, my favorite part of the day is two things. One, having my, I will limit my alcohol consumption. It's tempted to just get blasted every night because you just fuck it. But um, having a beer with dinner every night, that's nice. And two, going and just riding my bicycle aimlessly around town. Okay. And just pretending it's 1997 again. I have no money. Right. I have to, to, to go do anything. So just wander around on your bicycle yeah. and listen to music. Yeah. Pop so, on helmet meantime and uh, yeah. you know, get after it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, you're talking my era. So it's going to be the <laughs> Chemical Brothers or, you know, something like that. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I can never think of Get Busy Child by Crystal Method without thinking of laser tag because it was one laser tag place that had like a mix that would they would play. But they only had eight songs, but one of them was Get Busy Child sure. by Crystal Method. Yeah. That makes me think of laser tag. Yeah. It was the Wipeout XL soundtrack from the PlayStation 1 game, probably. Yeah. Oh, Fluke oh, Atom Bomb. Yeah. 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 No, we can go deep on Big Beat Techno from the 90s. Yeah. 
We'll be here for another four hours. (laughs) Speaking of music, I'm looking at that killer setup you have in the background. What is that? Oh, all this stuff? Organic rack. So this is this is just a, a, a Amazon rack that you can get on the on the Amazons. It's just a like a thing for rack mount. This is a forty dollar headphone amp. This is a splitter combiner joiner thing. Uh, this is the compressor that keeps us all even. And so when we scream, it's okay, right? Yeah. We don't we don't blow out the levels. This is uh, the lucky piece of clear coat from Ian's car uh, from his VWR thirty two. Um, that I have on there. And then uh, my little Behringer mixer and the Zoom recorder for backup. And then I got a PC outside of the room. So Nice. Yeah. I, we're both IT guys. So I'm going to find a way to make this insanely fucking complicated. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's gone through a lot of revisions. The last time we were, you were on, we were basically sitting under blankets in the room next door. Yeah. You were sitting under what? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Like with an old guitar... Um, like a line six guitar uh, uh, mixer. Yeah. That was the only thing, like a rack mount guitar mixer that that a friend gave huh. me. That was that and was all we had. And now look at us. And now look yeah. at us. Literally 124 YouTube subscribers later. <laughs> here we are. So yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Well, I I did want to ask you about one thing about the video because it was one thing I noticed about it was that you. Uh, the big theme, and you kind of touched on it earlier, was was nostalgia, and it's something oh, yeah. that you talk about a lot. Yeah. Right? Oh With yeah. Wingadingas and all that, and and I was just wondering what you thought about, you know, because we're kind of starting to see it now with our generation. Speaking of conversations of big beat techno and stuff, <laughs> with like come, the baby, you know come, the bigger baby, trailer baby, come, stuff. Come, come, come. <laughs> <laughs> but exactly right. Like, how is that? The, the wingadingas have had a, such a stranglehold on car culture for such yeah. a long time and like people's perception of car culture. So what do you think our generation's nostalgia is going to do to car culture? Like, how do you think it's going to change it or or are we going to be just as bad? Gosh, as our generation starts to have more disposable income. We're going to long for 1997 really, really, really bad. Oh, yeah. Um, you're seeing it. Uh, a good barometer for that is bring a trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing a 2000 model Honda Civic SI sell for $15,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, granted, it had 5,000 miles on it. Okay. But still. What what did that 300 go special. for that we saw what 2 days ago Ian the twin turbo $8,000. Yeah. Yeah, the twin, 300ZX. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not like Z cars for me are just kind of whatever. Uh but 38 yeah, grand. Yeah. Yeah. How much do you want your childhood back? How much do you want 1997 to come back again? Enough to How pay much Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I stepped on you. Oh, no, it's problem. Sorry. Uh, like, how much do you want to feel the exuberant rush of the first jump into a in-ground swimming pool on the first week of summer vacation? Right. Right. Knowing that you've made on a roll and everybody's here at the pool party and the burgers are cooking and 
God's on his throne and this and the sky is blue and you can smell grass clippings. And you know what? You studied for your driver's test and it's coming soon. You're there playing Gran Turismo, whatever, which one yeah. is, is in your history. For me, it was one. Yeah. I remember Parappa the Rapper came out the same year I had to get my driver's license. <laughs> so there's one level where you had to had to get your driver's license. And I'm like, yo, the world is just turning toward me. <laughs> like all of the yeah. 90s dashes they were facing. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah. How much do you want to pay yeah. to feel seventeen again? Right. And there is no answer to that question. You will mm-hmm. pay whatever it takes. Yeah. To have that, gosh, to be able to go back to a summer where all your friends are just hanging out, and you're just. For us, it was Super Nintendo. Nobody was Instagramming. Uh, no. Yeah, it wasn't about the Nick stories. Had, no. Nick had this good line that said we had technology, but it didn't follow us out the door. Yeah. So, um, that's poetic. That's beautiful. Yeah. Nick's great. Sorry. Couldn't be here for this, but oh, no, it's okay. we live in separate towns. So, yeah. Um, <sighs> yeah. For, for me, I only wanted that about $2,500 bad to buy a, a, a 1999 Saab Vigan. That's, that was, that was as bad as I, that, that was as much as I was willing to pay personally at this point in my life. Right. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't know, Ian, you're still hanging on to your, your car. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. How long you've had your 2004 for a, a while, you know, had it for nine years. Yeah. But you know, but you're right. It, it's, it's up to the individual and more than likely, there's going to be somebody that wants to pay more than you do for that same thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's not a car you're buying. Right. It's, it's memory. Yeah. I mean, look what Volkswagen did when they brought the Beetle back in the early 2000s, or maybe it was late ni- 90s. People yeah. loved that thing. Yeah, right. Um, but it was, you know, a previous generation to bring that thing back. Yeah. Um, well, but I mean, it goes back to exactly what you were talking about in in your video, right? I mean, that was the same thing of like trying to recapture a moment more than it was about trying to solve a problem with a car, right? That wasn't yeah. solving any problems that car. No. It was, it was recapturing a, a memory. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and for all of its faults and great things like that, that entire package was a way of recapturing that. Oh yeah. Right. Now I, n- I never had any history with, uh, Volkswagen camper vans. They didn't exist for us. My town, it was all Chevy Express vans and Ford Econolines. Gotcha. The people who did have them. Right. And even then in my town, they were kind of aspirational. You roll up in a Corvette, you're cool. Right, right. <laughs> um, uh, I think, gosh, what would I pay a lot of money for today? I, I already had my, my dream car was that I owned a AW11, a first-gen MR2. Right. Granted, I own the uh, AW11 Mark 1B, so there was like a, a, a generation gap between the fr- like the beginnings of the first-gen and the ends of the first one. There was a facelift that got better, that had a better transmission, that nice. resisted fifth-gear pop-out. I had that. I loved it, and then I got paranoid because I was afraid to park it anywhere. Okay. So I ended up stopped, uh, not driving it. And also the interesting thing about uh, the first gen AW11s that they didn't have a whole lot of sound deadening in them. The second generation had more 
And the third generation, they were all convertibles. So whatever you hear, the wind right. over everything. Plus, they were running a Corolla engine that was dead <laughs> quiet. But the first ones, when you got on on the highway, it was just, I'm going to play with my um, levels here. Let's get some Foley so, in here. Yeah. Yeah. You hear it. That is you on the highway in, an, in a first-generation MR2. It's tacked up way above 3,000 RPM in fifth gear. That tiny little engine, and it's right behind you. Like, that rear window is on the right up against... It's it's like a single-cab Ford Ranger or something. Okay, like yeah. It's yeah. right behind you, and the engine is right down at at the upper part of your neck, like your like your collarbones or something. It's right back there. And the noise just bleeds right in. I remember I took two longish trips. One, I drove almost out to Pittsburgh in that thing. That was like four hours. And I'm wearing earplugs. Okay. I just wear earplugs, turn the windows down, crank the radio up just to hear not, not that, that little, yeah, the, the <laughs> 1.6 back there just tacked up. Okay. Because okay? that, that, was, that was a more difficult thing about that, uh, about that little engine. So... Oh, so you guys have sobs. How how did you? Why? 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 Yeah, it's like yeah. that that Tony Hawk tweet. That, like a, a kid recognizes him and says, "Are you Tony Hawk?" And Tony Hawk says, "Yes." And the kid goes, "Why?" Like, yeah, yeah. Why? Why? Uh, for I mean, just speaking for myself, the 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 Saab Vigan is absolute peak Saab in my opinion. Like Saab never did anything better in my opinion. Uh, and it's just ridiculous and insane and it's my track car. And so it's mostly stripped out and it's a lot of fun. And I, and the person I bought it from, uh, on Craigslist now we're great friends and, uh, he's even been on the show and he's a great guy. He's from Maine. And so I don't know if you have any Mainers in your life, Brian, but I suggest you pick one up. Yeah. What, what do you get for a Mainer? Oh, I, I mean, you get a whole bunch of chowder. Cr- yeah, chowder. Yeah, yeah. Crazy stories about like something with snowmobiles and, you know, usually fire and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Boats and adventures. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know. Of all the flavors of rednecks in the in the U.S., uh-huh. Maine has the best. So it's just like hands down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The yeah. The hill folk of Maine are fantastic. Yeah. Followed closely by Youpers, I think. Yeah. Mainers and Youpers. I think it's something about the cold, like brings out the the real ingenious parts of uh, of rednectum. Yeah. Oh, it's that. Uh, yeah. The, okay. And mine is the blue three door. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to do an RCR video, have at it. Do I? I think I said yes to a guy with a Vigan that may be in Pennsylvania. Let me look up my email right now. Okay. S. Sam Vigan. It probably has just as much rust as... Yeah, there's a guy who had... uh, Yeah, a guy I said yes to. Okay. Well, then I know Um, you're going to do it right. Oh. Yeah. Uh, This is a 1999. Perfect. That's mine. I'm going to I'm going to read read his email. I won't read his name or the uh, the his phone number. Title of the email 1999 Lightning Blue Saab Vigan Mount Joy Pennsylvania. Dear Mr. Regular, I just picked up this car from New Hampshire not long ago. Went through a good bit of trouble to get it. <laughs> I think it would make an interesting car review. Give me a call if you're interested and be down with it. And truth be told a friend of mine lives in Mount Joy and I go there all the time. Nice. He says, "Okay, yes, let's do it." And then the Rona happened. I haven't got sure, back. Sure, sure. Is it? The, um, it says. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. 
This is the rundown of the car. Okay. GS three inch V2 downpipe exhaust with raised cat. Mm-hmm. GT three inch cat back with twin tail pipe. GS. I don't know what GS is. Genuine Saab. It's this uh, tuner out of Springfield, Missouri named Nick Taliaferro. He's basically the oh. the Saab guy. Springfield, Uh-oh. Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. Tally, anytime you see Taliaferro or GS, Genuine Saab, it's the legit real shit. Yeah. Does he have a whole like, like factory cranking this stuff out? Uh, fabrication, CNC, uh, uh, 500 uh, horsepower Vigan. Uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. He's he is the Saab guy. Okay, this is yeah. getting more interesting now. Yeah. yeah. GS steering rack brace and clamp. GS twenty millimeter rear sway bar. Essential. GS six point subframe brace. GS mm. rear arrow brake upgrade. Okay. D O eighty eight C A I. I don't know what that is. Uh, read that again. D O. It's the direct. Eight That's the ignition concept, right? Yeah. D O eight eight C A I C A I or D O eight eight space C A I. Yeah, I'm not sure. Cold air intake. Oh yeah, cold yeah. Air intake. Cold oh, air intake. There we go. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Air intake. Well, it's a turbo, so whatever. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but the intake. High box lowering beautiful. springs, Bilstein sport shocks and struts, forged diverter valve. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, and then he made a point, and after you talking about your machine work, uh-huh. he then says the cylinder head has 116,000 miles. Yep. And the block has 70,000 miles. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Did they- have a Bruce City boost gauge stage three, but the tune was trash, so I yanked it out. Put the original three bar fuel pressure regulator back in with the stock ECU. I honestly prefer it that way. If you have any more questions, let me know. Okay. Okay. The only questionable upgrade, in my opinion, is the six-point subframe brace because in a collision, that thing may come up through the floor into you. Um, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you have the steering rack clamp and brace, you're good because the torque steer on those things, you just you. It's like you need to accelerate like when you come out of toll booths on highways where you have yeah. like about seven lanes because it's just gonna walk without that oh is it oh yeah you're gonna have a blast at full throttle what do they thing. what do they call that uh that mod dave uh, <laughs> the shorthand for that mod uh i can't remember what is the it saw it was the vegan rescue kit oh yeah it's is called the vegan called? rescue kit yeah you're right yeah yeah the vegan rescue kit yeah and i mean like i yeah most people put have put them into trees by now in the rain so oh my goodness yeah i added a picture there of this sob to the chat okay all right let's see if we can pull it up here yeah Okay, chat. It looks like he has some yep. like aggressive tread on those tires. I don't know if that's just like, just a trick of the lighting or if he had snow tires on. That I think thing. that's a winter setup. Mine is the same body style, same color. So those are the Gary Fisher wheels. Those are rare wheels. Um, there was a Gary okay. Fisher uh, nine five station wagon that those came on. So those oh, those have been nice. pil- pillaged from a station wagon. It look oh. it looks good, Brian. You're you're gonna have a lot of fun driving this thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My, mine is uh, mostly gutted, and it's, uh, I have a, a rear hatch brace, so it's, uh, it's more fun on the track, and it gets a little rotatey. Nice. Yeah. Rota- and it's a front-wheel drive car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it rotates. I, yep. I've, I've made Ian uh, pee himself a little bit in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> He's a bad passenger. But yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. So what, what, what's peak nostalgia car for you, Brian? What do you think? Okay, we, we covered like classic Toyota. Right. I had that 
It was good. I sold it. I have my classic car, although that's from a time period when I wasn't around. And, um, hmm. Every now and again, I get the, I should get a DeLorean thing. But then, yes. Uh, I've driven three different ones. The best one, the most fun, was the one that had the LS in it. Okay. Um, okay. But then what do I really want? I want to be liked by strangers. Okay. So there are other ways to go about that. Sure. Um, sure. Just besides free hand jobs. <laughs> <laughs> With gloves on in the era that we're in. Right. <laughs> but you need one of the like little banana grabber things. <laughs> or or a, long, a long mannequin I need the, arm. I need that space claw, that, uh, that yeah. toy that everybody had. Yeah. Clank, 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 clank. It's all plastic. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> Yeah, I need someone to jerk me off with a power glove <laughs> with the Konami coat on. And then I think um, when I when I do my Facebook marketplace or Craigslist searching. Yeah, yeah. A vehicle I keep coming back to is the 1963 Ford Galaxy convertible. Oh, yeah, that has a v- almost perfectly clean shape to it. Yeah. I love the crap out of that thing. Okay. But I don't know my, I don't know if it'll fit in my garage. That's a big ass car. <laughs> it is. They so long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And that's so, not so something that's you want to leave outside. Yeah. Oh no. no yeah. No. Right. Um, but on the other hand, a lot of the ones I see still have, I think they used, they use a number of different engines that might have had a 302. It may have eaten a Y block carried around with them. I mean, me going to Wikipedia right now would just solve that question. <laughs> I don't know when the 351 Windsor came out. They may have not had it. It may have had like some version of like a 320. No, 327 is Chevrolet. I don't know what Ford's equivalent would have would have been in the early 60s. They did do a 328. Uh, they did do a 320? Yeah, that was a, a one of the Mustang engines, I know. Okay. Yeah. Let me look up. 1963 <laughs> Ford GA, and they spelled it weird, G-A-X-L-I-E. Nope, G-A-L-A-X-I-E. Huh. All right, so 1960-1964 engines. Oh, you had a lot. Okay. When did they come out with all of these? Total amounts of engines, you either had the 233 straight six, you had the 289 Windsor, you had the 292Y block, which predates the Windsor. That's like their old, old V8. Uh, you had a 252 V8, you had a 390 V8, you had a 406, and you had the 427, seven liters. Well, geez. Now, I, okay, in 63, oh, the Galaxy 500, right. Yep, just like the Reverend oh. Horton Heat song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Challenger, the two, yeah, the two sixty was the tiny one. The Y block, that's dumb. And nineteen sixty three also had two ninety two was the base V eight engine. The two sixty was stupid. It was fine in the Falcon, but nothing else. Two eighty nine went into a lot of them. Ford continued after the 352 and three. Ford, for, it, just because they're all weird. That was back 
Back in the 60s, when you bought a car, you could almost ask for any engine you wanted. Right, right. They had it. You could fill out those those checkbooks mm. or, or a big checklist and just ask for things, and they just build it. Like a sushi so, menu. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> those days are gone. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Okay, all right. Is there is there a nostalgia pull uh, on the motorcycle side of you at all? We're we're not motorcycle yes. folks ourselves. Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> his uh, eyes his eyes light up. <laughs> uh, Blake Wrong from Jalopnik wrote about this thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I need like a picture or something. How much are you familiar with motorcycles? Eh. Do, 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 do the you ones have with two wheels, right? <laughs> yeah. I like I know what a 900 CBRR is, you know. I I know the difference between, you know, like BMWs have a a shaft drive, you know, a chain drive. I know I know Moto Guzzi uh, you know, so I know I know a little bit of the two wheel stuff. It's hard to get more eighties than that. Okay, all right. Oh CX yes, turbo motor, turbocharged motorcycle. I want you firing out of the back of one of those like JDM Toyota Forerunners with a similar yes. paint scheme, like just like wheeling out of the back while like I don't know Roman's back there doing a guitar solo and like <laughs> like in Mad Max Fury Road. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's perfect. That's perfect. Those things are ungodly complicated. Okay. They are fuel injected. Uh huh. Eighties. Okay. On a motorcycle. They're 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 they have an ECU. <laughs> okay. It's, it's a freaking Intellivision. Okay. So All right. if if that ECU and those circuit board breaks, that's it. You're fucked. Okay. There's nothing. There's no repairing that, and it's 80s Leno electronics. Yeah, yeah. They also made a six fit. They also made one with 650 cc's of displacement. That in eight, 1980 makes a hundred horsepower. Dear to lord, the what freaking quick? Well, well, they're laggy as shit. They also have no intercoolers, so they're hot air turbos. Um, but it doesn't matter because there's just wind cooling right. everything. So, how would you not turn things- into a pink mist as soon as you owned one? Oh gosh! <laughs> but a happy—it's it's way mist, too much Steve. technology. Sure. And the thing is, they are built off of one of the strangest engines Toyota made. That is a longitudinally mounted V-twin. Oh. So the p- cylinders stick out on either on either side. side. Like okay. PC. Yeah. Yeah. And I owned a version of that, a naturally aspirated version of that. I owned the. Uh, they called it the. Uh, Huh. Honda Silverwing. It also looks like fr- it has tires from before traction was invented. Oh yeah, they're, they're terrible. Yeah. You, you don't. You you'll lean over in those things. Like okay, it's mm-hmm. really cool looking though. It's one on Cycle Trader. I mean, to be uh-huh. honest, I really just want the fairing that says Turbo on it. Yeah. Can oh, I? Yeah, just, yeah, can yeah, I just yeah. put that just on my like chest? My desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What are they called? What if you had a toilet with that mounted on the front of it, Ian? Turbo. <laughs> oh God, that'd be amazing. <laughs> huh? Anything so that's 80, 
Oh, go ahead. I'm go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. They, they um, I'm trying to grab this picture, maybe copied image location. Let me see if that works in here. If you can actually if yeah. you can see just this one image. There it goes. Yep. So that is a grandpa type motorcycle. Yeah, that it is. That has the basis of the same engine, the same block, maybe the different cylinder heads okay. as the turbo model. Okay. So that just takes regular uh, octane um, and you can just roll around on it, runs to a shaft drive. So they built the turbo bike out of that grandpa looking thing. Oh, wow. Now, okay. What, what Honda was trying to do is they were trying to out Guzzi Moto Guzzi. Uh-huh. Um, the fun thing about that engine is the transmission that's attached to it turns in the opposite direction of the crankshaft. <laughs> but for why? To eliminate torque steer. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. That was a problem that Moto Guzzi's have. Because if you have a longitudinal engine on a motorcycle, right. crankshaft right. is in one direction, connected to a transmission directly behind it that's also turning in the same direction, which is connected to these are drive shaft bikes, have a drive shaft that's also turning in the same right. direction. You get on that, it wants to twist, it wants to lean the bike over. Yeah. So it's Honda figured experiment out a way to, with the bicycle yep. wheel and the ball bearings, right? Like Ye you got it. Okay. Okay. So Honda figured out how to make a Moto Guzzi engine. But counter-rotate the transmission to eliminate that and make it really reliable. That is a push rod engine that revs to 10,000 RPM. <laughs> well, they can just fuck right off with that witchcraft. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, I, I kind of miss that bike. It's an angry bike. Actually, it's a smooth bike, but you get on it, it gets angry. Okay. It's, oh, and it's really comfortable. They had air suspension. Oh no! That you would way. put a bicycle pump up to and just pump yes. up for resistance. Okay. Okay. It, it took a, it took like two or three pumps because you're just fill filling a yeah. little too. Yeah. But you notice other thing that thing has a fucking mono shock in the back. Oh wait, like hang a on. Modern motorcycle, like they had the option for the mono shock in the back. Some of them had twins. Okay. Like like twin shocks that were just yep. coils. But the upgraded ones, the silver wings, had air suspension, both front and rear. Wow. They were great. Now, it's, it was just air preload that you just put the bicycle pump to and just... Fruit, fruot, fruot, and you would pump <laughs> it up and the back would raise a little bit lower in the bit. Okay. Did you have like a chart so, for like rider weight to PSI or just not oh even yeah, that? There was a little stamp thing on the side of the bike somewhere that would say, you know, with passenger, with cargo, this is how much pressure you run. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. My, my mountain bike yeah. shock has the same thing. Yeah. Oh, does. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I when I eat a bunch of burritos and candy, I have to add more air to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll okay. I'll yeah. tell you what, man. Mountain bikes. Like I have bought motor. Like when the quarantine started, yeah, I ran out and bought a bicycle. Good. A, a, uh, I haven't been ever into bicycles because before it was just Walmart is where you get the bicycles. Okay. But yeah. But now, like, I got to, my gym's closed, so I got to get exercise some way. Yeah. So everybody's on their bicycles. So I went down to my local bike shop that is still open. They probably got a waiver from our governor as an essential business because yeah. they haven't closed. And I went in and were like, I would like one bicycle, please. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what are you going to do? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because stuff has changed since 2001. Right. Now it's like walking in and say, I'd like a car, please. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, How many well, children do you have? Where are you going? Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what'd you walk out with? 
I walked out with a giant talon. Okay. Yeah. 29 inch. Sure. Yeah. You're, uh, you're, t- you're a tall, a you're a fellow me. tall, right? How tall are you? Eh, I'm about five ten, five eleven. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So I did notice that it hurt my arms because Bars have gotten really wide on mountain bikes. Yeah, but that's wrong for your neck of the woods because uh, you cut through trees. Like the wide bars are, out, are good out here in Colorado, but I grew up in Missouri and we had narrow bars and you should have more narrow bars because you... you like narrow bars. Yeah, because yeah. you go... It's like the uh, speed, the little land speeder thing in Star Wars. Yeah, like, yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need, I can't do single track on this. Yeah, yeah. You're just rolling out like apangers. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, so I did get a stem riser to rise them up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I got my little drinky cage. Uh huh. You, you need one I of those. I bought a bike pump because now the bikes don't use car stems anymore. They got these weird little needle things, presto valves. Yeah, presto. welcome to Presto World. Yeah, yeah. Okay, got yeah. that. My. My butt bone hurts all the time when yep. the seats get rock hard. Yep. Are you wearing the plum smugglers? Diapers yeah. in them. Yep. Yep. You got to wear the plum smugglers. You got to, you got to like her up. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. While you're doing this, we're going to re-edit this. So it just shows the Honda Silverwing while you're saying all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm riding it almost every day. Nice. Uh, um, my butt hurts less. Yeah. The more yeah. I ride it. I yeah. Just, your you sit bones have to build up. up. Yeah. Yeah. The stem risers helped a lot. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to dump any more money into this thing. Right. Um, although I did have second guesses when I went back for the stem riser and then I saw that they did have a nice like casual bike uh-huh. that still had shocks and knobby tires on it. Yeah. But it had a big wide seat and upright handlebars. I'm like, I'll bet for what I'm doing Going out on like dirt roads and stuff, that's probably all I need. Right. But whatever, I got this bigger bike now. <laughs> oh, and I, and I did buy a helmet. Good, and, good. And I bought a headlight and a tail light that flashes really bright. Okay, good, good. Yeah, you can't go anywhere without the tail light. I, I rock it during the day, flashy, flashy mode, even during yeah. the day. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've known too many people get popped on, on bikes. Yeah, yep. People aren't, they're looking at their phones just like riding a motorcycle. They're not looking for you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know the risk you're at, you know, being a motorcycle rider. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's, uh, when in doubt, I'm riding my motorcycle. I just turn the high beam on. Yeah. Like, fuck you. You're right. looking at me. Yeah. You're looking at me thinking of me. So, so I use my horn liberally. Yeah. Yeah. How do you feel about the, the cycling worlds and the, and the car worlds, uh, coming together because I, I ride a lot of bicycles. I, I have my own opinions on this, but like, you know, like I've always felt like those two worlds are a little bit fraught, but I think we have more in common than we realize, you know? Yeah. People aren't seeing us. Uh, but well, the bike I ride is still has one of the largest mufflers attached to it. Okay. So it's quite quiet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if cyclists can hear me coming. Okay, because there's less of there's less of that noise of tires approaching. Okay, right. yeah. there's only two of them and they're tiny. <clears throat> right, and you know on on your average four cylinder motorcycle that you buy from the shop uh, or or buy from a showroom. The loudest thing that you normally are hearing when that engine is idling or just cruising around is the sound of those fuel injectors going. 
they really are not loud at all. Okay. Okay. So on a day when you got some wind and some trees making noise, you may not hear that motorcycle until it's right up on you. Sure. Now sure. I feel, I think rear view mirrors are a good thing on bicycles to see behind you. Yeah. Or some people have the end, have the Johnny mnemonic <laughs> little, little mirror right there on their head. Yeah. Your head. I think that's, that's good. Yeah. Um, uh, and I noticed that when I'm riding my bicycle, I am listening to podcasts. So I am tuned the fuck out. Oh no, and Brian, I, you got to do one earbud, one earbud, man. One, one. Yeah. That's oh. yeah. I'm concerned about your safety. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, it's a good time to absorb some podcasts, right? Yeah. Having, you'd like to describe thing as like feelings, you know, from your, from your youth, having Dave as your friend is the feeling of your mom doing <laughs> the wiggle on your waistband when you're at JC Penny to make sure they fit right. That's, really? that's what it's like to have Dave as a friend. Yeah. You're welcome. I apologize for den mothering you all the way from Denver, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Okay. All right. I, I, I do wave when I'm on my bicycle, I'll wave to motorcycles. Sure. But I notice like in general, people are waving to each other just like, hey, you're outside. I'm outside yeah. too. Hello. Yeah. So that's a thing. Yeah. It's a, it's a different time for that. It's like, ah, another human. Another, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. God, biological you know, carbon life form like yeah. I. Yeah. Yeah. You're not yeah. a frozen pizza. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I, 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 uh, I love that. I don't think I've gotten any sauce from, from bicycle riders when I'm driving, when I'm riding around. Although I notice when I'm on a motorcycle, if I can't see over the next rise uh -huh. or if there's a turn coming up, I will either hang back behind the bicycle rider and not pass, or I will pass them in the same lane. Okay. Yeah, Which may not be the nicest thing in the world. As long as it's three feet, you're you're good. As long as you've got three feet on them, you're good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. You know. Yeah. I don't know. Um. Hmm. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're you're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Plus, nobody should ever be out there riding, whether it's whether you're in a car, whether you're on a motorcycle or on a bicycle. Like you're the only thing that's ever going to be on the road that day, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, not to say we don't get zoned out. I literally got scared by my own shadow while I was riding the other day. Ooh, so, what happened? <laughs> I w for real, I was riding and I've been alone so much in my life that I, I looked down and saw my shadow and thought someone was close to me. Oh. And I got super spooked. <laughs> Six feet! <laughs> yeah. Six feet! Yeah, the Rona. Take it up! Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm liking the no cars in the middle of my town. Yeah, I'm just riding a bicycle down the middle of the street. Sometimes it's like there's no one here, man. Right. I'm sailing through stop signs. I'm like, I can see. Yeah. I'm going down the middle down. of the street down a downhill. And I'm like, this is neat. Yeah. And I think actually for the street riding for like going downhill, that is the one nicer thing about having a larger frame bike. Yeah. That uh, it is. I'm not wobbly at all. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, Brian, we've taken yep. a lot of your time this evening. You, okay. You, but the video is incredibly gorgeous, and we I, honestly, I could talk to you all night. I don't know what else you have going, but you know, yeah. This I'm is probably going to take a shower. It's ten twenty p.m. So, 
Probably get <laughs> second helping, play some video games. Okay. Tomorrow I record side record something and and then what's tomorrow? Friday? Yeah. Yes. Tomorrow tomorrow I have we just keep doing podcasts just to keep the the hype train and chugging away. Yeah. So yeah. one tomorrow and then one Saturday. Nice. And I think then after that we may lay it to rest. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Nice. I, I I'm I'm fascinated with with the angle that you're coming at it. Uh, with the Westphalia video because I I think you've identified a gap in like in automotive media right mm-hmm. that where you've removed the host and the host presence but still given the, a host the voice right yeah yeah and I really admire that and like Ian was saying like I'm really thankful that and it's really awesome to see that that translates to a medium that has those higher production values it's awesome man oh, yeah it's fantastic thank for those guys. Well, thank you. I appreciate no, it. That you yeah. like it so much. Yeah. It's, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, there has to be a big portion of you that just feels like, like a lot of everything, everything that you've been doing is leading to some, has led to something like this. Right. I ha- you know what? I have thought about that. Like, can, first of all, the idea that RCR works to, at all on YouTube that someone wants to hear, right. like they want a car review, but they also yeah. want to, they want to hear a guy tell, they want to have a guy talking about how he's circumcised asymmetrically. <laughs> and it's all freaking nasty. Like, my doctor was drinking that day. Uh-huh, okay. And then like, all right, good, great. And, oh, and here we go, Honda Prelude. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. It, like, if you, if you like, like, think about when you leave your house for the day, right? And you... Mm-hmm. Uh, you lock your door, right? And then you you question whether or not you did that, right? Because there wasn't a mm-hmm. unique kind of event that happened during that time, right? You just, uh-huh. yeah, you just, uh, I, I, I like the light. You, I don't know, I'm just, you, you LEDs just, don't look very good. Like for the people <laughs> who just listen to it, I'm just playing with a shop light and it's all blue. Also, I love that you had a shop light so close when you needed one. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you're like I'm gonna fucking around right here. No, wow, snap, <laughs> snap on. Yeah, yeah, not the fast off. Was that, this was when we were building the 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 uh, the uh, the vagabond Falcon. Like the snap on truck came by. Oh man, like, okay. Here you go, and I'm like, you know what? I'll take one of those gigantic, like like yeah. uh, like with the big magnets on the bottom, because that Bruce Hens garage, he loves these things. They're freaking tough as shit. Um, although there is a Chinese knockoff of these. These things are $65. Oh, dear. And Lord. then for a, for a flashlight, yeah. Um, but when you take it apart, like, it's the flashlight is here and the rest is just armor. Oh, uh, yeah. Although it is a nice to have something that pivots. Oh, you yeah. You just stick it on the car. It'll run for hours. But there is a Chinese knockoff version that is kind of crispy and junky for, like, 20 Okay, um, okay. Uh, and they're USB, so stuff like that. Anyway, I, they are a pretty gosh darn nice light and they hold up to like getting sprayed with like brake clean and things. So that's really what you're paying for. Yeah. If you're going to be making your money with one of these things, you want it to, to want it to hold up more than a few months. This is not Harbor Freight stuff. Nice. Um, but if you want 
a, a nice shop light, just get the uh, get the Chinese knockoff. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's like ninety percent of what this is. Okay. Okay. And I had one and I lost it, but I lost it and I didn't care. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. The only expensive pair of sunglasses is the one I haven't lost yet. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nice man. Nice. Um. I. I don't know. I. I'm really excited for uh for what the future holds for you. This is uh the voice that you have in this video and and what you've built up leading up to it is so awesome, man. It's uh I mean, you know, we've been hugely inspired by your work, you know. We're we're not messing around here. And uh, Yeah, we try to say something new when we do any videos or, you know, with our show we talk about nostalgia and all that sort of stuff too, so it, it's cool to see someone being successful doing that same thing so yeah yeah and it's uh i don't know it, I, and i've always <clears> loved <throat> the way that like everything is accepted faults and all right the the, yeah. the whole context of everything right yeah because when n nostalgia turns to bullshit when you don't have those faults in your mm -hmm. in your view right yeah mm. i don't know i i really love it i, I love the way you embrace that Thanks. yeah and I got the link for the uh, Chinese knockoff. I'm adding them to the cart right now. Yeah. <laughs> add, yeah. add to cart. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think we done did a car show. So thank you so much for your time. And I know like time zone staying up late. So I appreciate that. Um, and uh, yeah. Thanks yeah. again for coming on. Yeah. Thank man. you for having me. Have a great night, guys. Yeah. yeah anytime, you too, Brian.